Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The Atalanta dream is over and Meza Ozil speaks out. It's Thursday the 13th of August. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Not yet, Pete. Yeah, what are you Jeez. doing, Pete? Just, there's okay, it's not even a second. Just, the beef has list, begun already. There's a list. <laughs> there's a list of presenters, and then there's an intro line. I'm not the presenter, so I'm not reading the intro, but I should be because that's very much part of what we're all doing here. Mm. Jim, I'm sorry. Let's be friends again. You don't mean that. Uh, <laughs> no, so all is forgiven. Mm. I'm a little bit disappointed that you've not gone for the sort of one up, one down Mustafa. No, option, it's completely well, not in this heat. To be honest, it's Fair. just not good. It's just not good enough, quite frankly. It's it. it I'm sort of living uh, sort of a, a little bit out of uh, London at the moment, and it is uh, very steamy, very steamy mm. indeed. How did that T-shirt you're wearing, which has a dog on your chest, mm. get received on your way into work today? Space dog. Yeah, um, it's the, do- it's the dog, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's a dog and an astronaut. Meme dog, uh, meme dog. Uh, yeah, uh, people look at me and I go, oh, pe- maybe people just look at me. Just, they're looking at my stupid T-shirt. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember the uh, model, David Gandhi, saying, well, like, abusing men who wear like stupid stuff on their t-shirt she's going <laughs> just buy a white t-shirt what are you trying to prove you think a girl's gonna you know want to be with you if you've got a, something stupid on your t-shirt 
I mean, I've proved that that's definitely correct, but <laughs> I mean, I not th- everyone looks like David exactly. Gandhi. I think life's a lot easier for David Gandhi. Yeah, he looks after himself and he, like, you know, snorts well man every day or whatever it is he claims <laughs> to do in those adverts. Um, but yeah, of course, people react differently to you if you're just wearing a white t shirt, David Gandhi. Give the rest of us a chance. Let us yeah. wear what we want. Yeah, David Gandhi. Gandhi. You look like a big inverted pyramid. Stop you being so triangle. aggressive. It's unbecoming yeah. of the rhyme. Life's unfair. Life is unfair. Yeah. That we're not David Gandhi. <laughs> uh, life is very unfair for Atalanta as well. Oh. oh. I hate Why this. Why is football so shite? Here, here is going to be a, probably about 10 minutes of uh, Jim and Pete trying their best not to be too horrible about PSG. Or are you going to just unleash? I'm, I'm going to try not to swear that much, but that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's heartbreaking, wasn't it? It is heartbreaking. Like, it's one of those things as well where, like, who roots for PSG? <laughs> you know I mean, who, who, other than the supporters of their club, you know, even some of them are probably a little bit, you know, off off put by the way it's, they've destroyed their league. They're like the, the Japanese knotweed of French football. Um, but who can honestly get on their side? Because PSG winning in in a game like this or in any game really is like it's like rooting for the bad guys in a movie, isn't it? Like it's just like it is, and not even like an antihero. It's it's not no. like anything like Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. Yeah. It's just awful. The awful, corporation win, creeping grey goo of awfulness. But I think what made it more so was the way it was done as well. Being a late double, yeah. Atalanta leading from yeah. they scored in the twenty sixth minute, and it looked as though they were going to hold on and they were going to get through to the semi finals as the underdogs in the competition. It's kind of keeping that dream alive. Everyone kind of wanted to see Atalanta mm. go through, didn't they? But to be fair to PSG, they had the quality in the end and they managed to get a win and scoring two late goals the mm. way they did for them. I mean, the, you saw the celebrations from mm. everyone in their team, even the up in the stands and stuff. And they were absolutely exhilarated. Yeah. <laughs> They'll get and those semi-final can... <laughs> bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mbappe looking to uh, look at the officials as, as, as the first went in. I just thought as soon as that went in, I thought they, they, they're going to lose this. It's not even going to go to yeah. uh, extra time because, you know, obviously um, Atalanta were just walking wounded. But I just love this. Atlanta team, they just play mm. such a high line, almost like absolute damn busters. Just, 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 yeah. just, 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 just go for it. Absolutely go for it. We're going to press and you're just going to have to play through us. And, and PSG nearly didn't manage to do it. And it was just, by the end, they were walking wounded. They, were, they, 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 they would have played uh, extra time with, with 10 yeah. men. It was, it, was, it was tragic to see. Played for Gasparini. Yeah, they would have lost in extra time, I think. Yeah. So in a way, it sort of delayed the, uh, delayed the inevitable. But um, I feel like Atalanta got the tactics a little bit wrong in the second half because the, the press was, the, the famous press was fairly evident in the first half, but they, PSG looked very rusty, understandably, given they've only played two games in however many months it is. They weren't so, very direct as well, though, I think. No. They, they, they concentrated on like, you know, doing a lot of like work out on the wings. And as soon as Mbappe came on, just, he gave him a lot more direction, mm. a lot more directness, rather. Um, and obviously, he, he was involved in, in the first goal. But I, th- I think in the second half, they did sit back a little bit and they tried to sort of protect what they had. And I mm. think if they if they worked a bit harder in, not worked harder, but if they tried a bit harder to score a second goal and had that on their agenda a bit more, Mm. Clearly, they were going to need it because Mbappe was always going to come on, and Mbappe and Neymar, when they're on the ball, they just—they almost look like members of a different species, don't they? They are—they are just so there's such speed, skill, and 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 grace as well in the way those two players like mm. hold the ball and 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 move, and um, that was always going to be a big ask. And I feel like if they had Atalanta, maybe backed themselves a little bit more to score again, yeah, it might have been different because PSG were. They weren't really on the ropes in the set, in the first half as such, but Atalanta looked the better side. And I don't know, maybe because Neymar had a couple of chances on the break, they thought, 
He was, gonna a, have to he was a real pot shot Pete at times, wasn't he? He was, yeah. <laughs> he really wanted those it's, goals. It is a real sucker punch, though, to concede just even the equaliser that mm. late on in the game when they probably thought they were holding on and they were going to get yeah. through in the, in the 90 minutes Atalanta. So you can imagine in terms of confidence and, and the nerves that the Atalanta players must have been feeling even at, at one all. And so you can kind of understand why PSG did kind of manage to go on and win the game. But when you look at their squad, they have so many stars mm. and it's an unlikely hero, Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting, who came on and obviously scores the, scores the goal for it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous when you tell this story. He was at Stoke a couple of years ago. Yeah. He, I remember him being in my fantasy team a few years ago <laughs> and he was rubbish then and I ended up taking him out. I was like, this is crap. That's why you got rid. Yeah. yeah, but his move to PSG was quite an interesting one at the time as well. He moved there in 2018, so he's been there a couple of seasons now. Mm. It's an unlikely hero for PSG, I think. Yeah, well, I, I just like this quote. He said, I was confident in the team, in myself, and the rest. There's a little history of Paris. Mm-hmm. Lovely little, lovely, lovely. little. Nice. Phrase, Very that. nice. Um, unusually as well, have a listen to this. Richard Jolly on Twitter tweeted saying, if Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting plays in the semi-finals, the Stoke City squad of 2017-18 had players who will have featured in 11 of the last 15 Champions League semi-finals. I mean, that's incredible. A, what? Who checks up on that? I know. Really? Well, that's yeah. it. To be fair, I haven't stat-checked that, so it could be a lie. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, a lot of people retweeted it, so I assume yeah. it's true. You think yeah. some of those would be Bojan and Jordan Shakiri would be <laughs> the obvious ones, but I, I mean, it can't just be them. That that is an amazing stat. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. No, another 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 great uh, quote from uh, last night was uh, was uh, Jules Breach saying, "I'm not staying awake for extra time." <laughs> <laughs> Ten to ten, angry, yeah. you know angry what? at the footballing well, gods. Actually, around the same time, I I, I was <laughs> taking some notes for just like get my thoughts in order about it mm. uh, to, to to you know think about today. And I've, I've Notice got a one new here. street drug. <laughs> yeah, <I've> got, <laughs> the kids are doing in Islington. <laughs> yeah, it's like spice, but worse. Um, so in my notes, I've, I think I, I've calmed down a little bit now. But my notes say this is word for word. I hate PSG. They're the worst club in the world. None of their titles mean anything, and I don't respect any PSG player. <laughs> Was this just you writing your yeah, thoughts last like, night? Ah, just ranting. Ah, just I need to get this out. Get it out. I, was, I, was I think in, I stand by it. I had a weekend in the couple of week, a few weekends ago, and um, and uh, the, there was a guy in a PSG shirt with Mbappe on the back. I thought, Ugh, Ugh you little boy. Uh, <laughs> you're a grown man with little that boy. on your top. Uh. <laughs> uh, we have a list. Thank you, producer Charlie, um, who has given me this list of the Stoke players. Here we go. 2005, Johnson. 2007, Crouch. 2008, Fletcher and 2009, Fletcher. Bojan, as you said, Jim, in 2010. Fletcher again in 2011. 2013, Shakiri, as you said. Hesse in 2015 and 16. And then Shakiri again in 2019. And Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting, 2020, wow. if he plays in the next game. I've forgotten about Hesse. But like, wow. that, that's, yeah, that, it's less impressive than you'd think, isn't it, actually? Yeah. When yeah. You, when you, <laughs> you saw guys quite easy to get where they got, isn't it? Apparently in the competition, so. it seems. Oh, there we go. And but, but that is Tuchel keeping his, keeping his job. He's not getting the boot, even though he's wearing one. Yeah, <laughs> great. How skinny did his other ankle look in comparison to the one with the boot on? Yeah. It's, a, it's, I don't know if it was the careful. black sock made it look really slim like. <laughs> But it was very skinny. He's going to have a um, 
Rafa Nadal situation if he's not careful. Have you seen Rafa Nadal's big left arm? No, I haven't. Google it. Everyone at home, Google it. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. It's because Rafa Nadal is not left-handed. <laughs> is he left-handed? So he left-handed. taught himself to, to play left-handed because it's harder for opposition players generally to return those. Oh, really? Those right. So his, his left arm is absolutely massive. Disgusting. His right arm is normal. It's like, he's like the winter soldier. I, I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, last night's game, there was such a frantic end to it, wasn't it? It was actually really exciting despite the fact that as you say probably 95% of the population didn't want PSG to win it Mm. it was so exciting and I think that that was down to the fact this was a knockout game I don't know if you'd have seen that late flurry from PSG necessarily to try and desperately win that game had it not been a knockout tie you wouldn't have seen Mbappe would you you wouldn't wouldn't have risked his his, uh, his health sort of speak they needed him yeah I think if I mean, I do like it like this because that it, it did make the end more more interesting. It made the tie more frantic. But I do, I I think two legged football is is interesting in a different way. And yeah. you maybe have to be a bit more patient over time. And often it does mean that the, the teams you would expect to win do go through, but they go through on merit. So yeah, I do, I'm enjoying this being a one off little tournament where it's just the just just one game. But I I do I like away goals. I think I might be quite but anachronistic the, in that. But, but last, I do like away goals. <laughs> but the last time, like the, the last few years of the Champions League, the 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 matches in, in the second legs have been like this. They have had yeah. great endings. So I don't I don't think it has anything to do with with, with it being a, a second leg. I think I think just this part this 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 time in 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 the competition. People want to cement their legacies. People want to sort of say, "I've played in a semi-final. I've played in a final mm. of a Champions League." Uh, if if to dare to dream to dream, to win the whole thing, maybe I yeah. don't know. I love this stage of the Champions mm. League, regardless of whether it's two-legged or whether it is a knockout tie. But yeah. I do think that this tournament feel with them all in the same kind of bubble out there in Portugal, mm. and the matches are played every single day. The fact we've got you know four days in a row now of knockout ties with the the biggest and best teams in Europe that is really exciting and because they're knockouts I do think you see teams go for it a bit mm. more from from the off mm. it's it's weird in the city in, in, in Portugal not seeing any like adverts for it sort of thing because obviously yeah. they, they don't want people traveling they don't want people going um I think a couple of uh, people kind of uh, uh, were at the airport uh wait, waiting for for, for 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 people to land and stuff but like ce- like celebrity um mm. uh, football and stuff but um yeah there's just if you if you go to uh if you go to the, the cities in Portugal, like no one's talking about it. There's, there's, there's no massive banners like you would see in a normal kind of tournament, cut tournament yeah. uh, competition, which is weird, really weird. That the, is quite unusual. The, commercial, like, the lack of commercialization mm. of it is, is an interesting the one. Ghost Champions League. It is, yeah. I mean, for PSG, does that really, you know, does it mean anything if they win the one that's not bloated and commercial <laughs> yeah, and all exactly, about money? Yeah, exactly. Are you now rooting for them to win this one then, Jim? Oh, God, no. No, I'm, I'm rooting for them to somehow go out of business. Like, <laughs> Just, That's I'm never so, gonna happen. I'm so bored of them. <laughs> um, Neymar, talk about Neymar, Jim. Talk about, talk Neymar. about Neymar. Say nice things. Say, say nice things. Okay. Well, I, I think um, he got a lot of stick in the first half, didn't he? Because he missed um, he missed a couple of chances that you would normally expect him to bury. But they haven't played, have they? They've they've, mm. they've played two games in in a matter of months, however long it was, as we said earlier. And so it's not unreasonable that it would take him a little bit of time to get up to speed. But when PSG did start to turn the screw, he was he was instrumental to it. So he's a brilliant player. He's a fantastic player. And I, th- I just think, you know, it's a shame he's that he and Mbappe, I know it's a bit different from Mbappe because he's from Paris, but I think it's a shame that both of them are there in... In, in, in a league that they win so comfortably every year. It feels like it's a, it's a waste of a couple of truly, truly elite players who could be writing more interesting history elsewhere. 
Yeah, but I mean, what is the what is the destiny for for Neymar really going back to Barcelona and rejoining his WhatsApp friends? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, what what is that really? I, I did enjoy Richarlison uh, asking um, Everton fans <laughs> to uh, Photoshop Photoshop in, him into uh, into some Everton uh, Everton kit. Um, he, he did not great, to be honest. No, <laughs> he didn't suit it. <laughs> did not suit it. <laughs> um, Jim, congratulations on being nice about Neymar there. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, let's move on because we do have a new Champions League team for next season. Mm. I'm going to say this in my best French accent. Run. 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 Andy Brassel would be proud. Uh, Run are a new Champions League team for next season. Now, they finished third in Ligue 1 on points per game after its cancellation. But when Sevilla beat Wolves on Tuesday in the Europa League, quarterfinals it opened up the Champions League group stage spot which is normally reserved for the Europa League winner but because the last four teams in the Europa League Manchester United Sevilla Inter Milan and Shakhtar Donetsk Mm. all already have a Champions League spot by default it goes to the third place team in League 1 so So now Oprah everyone you get a Champions League spot you get a Champions League (laughs) spot you've already got one but this is amazing for us it's incredible why is it like that it's like they've fallen upwards through a trap door yeah, you know, it's like brilliant uh, yeah I mean like it's what a confusing system I guess it's you know you got to, it, I, I, it must be like that for a reason I'm struggling to get my head around it but <laughs> yeah. that, that is I mean they've been crossing their fingers all, all summer for that and then for it to happen oh, they yeah. certainly celebrated it though yeah they, they yeah. had a big celebration apparently they woke up the entire town so they had a celebration at Razon Park I think that's mm. how you pronounce it um, and their DJ basically played the Champions League music <laughs> on loop until about half three in the morning. <laughs> half three in the morning is a bit excessive. And the, the uh, director of Ren, uh, Nicholas Holweg, he said that there was a small event with management and players. Like, nice. bullshit. That yeah. was you, centre circle, tin bath, full of money. Yeah. Dancing around. Yeah. You've had a house party. You're, you've had a gathering that's turned into a house party. You've, you've forgotten how late it's gone on and the neighbours are all annoyed with you. We've all been there. You're flicking through the Le, Le Argos catalogue. Uh, in the centre circle, playing the Champions League music, going massive financial windfall. This is going to yeah. be brilliant. Let's try and get Neymar. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also, the, I'm interested by the term DJ. Do they have an in-house DJ that was invited, or just does someone Zoomed just in. go on? I'll Zoomed get on in, the mate. decks. <laughs> Zoomed in. It's probably David Guetta. He gets every job, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. You're annoyed about David Guetta going. getting work. <laughs> no, not really. But he just seems to be everywhere, he doesn't does, he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the first time, though, in their history that they've mm. qualified for the Champions League. So, fair play. Have a celebration. See I you in the Europa. The <laughs> <laughs> dumped but out. Congratulations to them. That's going to be really interesting to see them compete in the Champions League next mm. season. Um, now, something else we spotted on Twitter, which is my favourite thing that I think I've seen in the last month, mm. is Paul Dummett, of all people... <laughs> Offering out some dating advice. Yeah, as long as you're not offering anyone out, <laughs> knock you right. I genuinely thought when this came out, I went, "What's Paul Dummett doing? Is he managing Gates? No, he's still a Newcastle player. Why is he, why is he brain, trending like, on why Twitter? Is he, why is Paul Dummett trending? Oh God, what's he done? Uh, but no, yeah, he uh, he, a child it seems <laughs> had uh, put his profile picture on a dating app, uh, hit with him meeting Paul Dummett. Yeah. 
Uh, a girl that he was chatting to thought that the person in the picture was Paul Dummett rather than the younger child, or, the, or just the young child. Uh, and um, she was kind of like um, having a nice chat with who she thought was a man who resembled Paul Dummett. Mm. Notable brilliant. spunk Paul Dummett. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> handsome knockout well, tall drinker water Paul Dummett. It's like she's like, she then basically replied to this boy, if you haven't seen it, have a look on Twitter. It's brilliant. She replied saying, oh, sorry, babes. I thought you were the other one. But like, like, he's not even fit. (laughs) (laughs) Stop ever got Paul Dummett, who's in your fantasy league team this year. But to be to be fair to the other guy, as Pete says, he is a child, (laughs) and and Paul Dummett has bleach blonde hair and you know slightly dark facial hair. He's growing out. Are you you setting trends in the northeast, Pete? Yeah, he's clearly not been growing that out for as long as you have. No, no, he can't. Imagine, imagine her disappointment though when she realised he was the other one. She must have been because of the little cardboard cutout of uh, of Paul Dummett. But can I just? say that is that's really poor from him because why mm. would you put a photo from from the guy trying to go on the date um why would you put a photo on of you and someone much better looking than you mm. as your picture on a dating website because mm. clearly they're gonna think like she's not gonna know that he plays for newcastle probably is she who, unless she's a newcastle fan who would you put like have you got like a picture with someone who like i i certainly have like several magnitudes more handsome than than, than me and tall and and, and beautiful. I've got loads uh, of those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like you, so unless you're just having like a, I think solo shots are a bit weird. Like, I don't take a lot of selfies. So like having a, shots of myself is kind of a little bit rare. I'm sure people will kind of go, oh, there's a big fat lie is one. But like, I don't take a lot of pictures of myself. So having a picture by myself is a bit, is a bit odd for me. So All right, I think here we go then. That, if you were setting yourself up. John Cena. If you were setting yourself <laughs> Cena, up on, hang out with John Cena. on Tinder now, what right. would your profile picture be if you had to take a picture? Um, It would be Joe Linton. He's, he's, he's a <laughs> handsome bloke, tall. You with good Joe looking. Linton? So, hang on, you oh, want, no. you oh, want right, someone right, more yeah. handsome than you? Yeah, well, we'll take it. Well, you, look, <laughs> Why? You just want to be part of the conversation. Get in the door. Get in the door. For the, uh, look, I can do everything with charisma. I've got enough charisma to 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 to, to do the rest, so to speak. But the, the this idea, has gone terribly. Idea, Why am I speaking, Jim? <laughs> Jim? Jim? I know we're enemies, but help me. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw you. Throw me a life raft. I, I feel like it speaks very highly of you um, that clearly you don't actually want to be involved in this scenario because it's all a bit dark. <laughs> it's very very much the point of, of dating apps is that you can be honest about what you look like. Right. If you want okay. To. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. don't you don't have to set up anything with a trick. Right. Um, I'm trying to help. It's yeah, not going well. Okay, right. Jules? Why do I not? Jim, what would your picture be? Yeah. Um, would you go solo? Of course. Yeah, I don't want like Joe Linton. <laughs> I'd, like, be, I'd, be dressed everybody. As, I'd be dressed as Optimus Prime from the Transformers. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I can drive you, you, I can drive you home. <laughs> I'm, I'm an, <laughs> I can drive you home. I'm also a lorry. So you want to yeah, pretend you are a Transformer. <laughs> yes. It's a very niche She's type of woman. She's going to be bitterly disappointed, Pete, when she turns up and, and you And I'm not a Transformer. No, exactly. I can't even drive, Jules. It's terrible. Yeah. So you'd go solo, Jim. No, no better looking man in the picture. <laughs> of course not. That seems like to, you're very much hamstringing yourself there, aren't you? Like, so you just like if David, of trolls. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> oh god. So if, if is that I, why you always insist on pictures with me, Jim? Yeah, unbelievable. That's exactly right. So in a situation where the best picture I have of me is me hanging out with, let's say, David Gandhi. Right. I am best case scenario blurring his face. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you're better off posting a picture with someone really unattractive. Yeah. So that the person viewing the picture goes, oh God, you're really good looking mm. compared to. I don't know, them. though, but you might, that might make them think, oh, that guy's quite attractive, but that guy's, that guy's not attractive. Hmm. 
is this guy the world's most handsome gargoyle? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I view myself, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. I have a weird body image. Um, Not a great relationship to start with a trick. Let's yeah, make that exactly. very clear. Well, you, exactly. You're the one who wants Joe Linton. What? I just want to hang out with Joe Linton. <laughs> He's a fine figure of a man. He's terrible on the football field. What else has he got going for him? <laughs> oh, oh. Dating advice from the football ramble. Yeah. Who knew? God, Who knew? It's taken a turn. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, let's take a break after this. We're going to talk about Meza Ozil, his first interview since the Arsenal pay cut situation. We'll talk about that after this. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble this Thursday. We're going to talk about Meza Ozil's interview in The Athletic very shortly, but first it's time for this. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. Thank you, Daniel. Farker. Oh, don't mm. uh, Farker. That's, 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 that's Route 1 stuff, in it. Yeah. With that beautiful voice. David Guetta. He did, would... did beat. <laughs> I bet he would do well on the dating apps. Oh, Farker. Unbelievable. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for the topics. Um, we're asking you this week, well, we've been asking you all week, really, what features would you introduce to your own summer football tournament? Loads of you been in touch. Pete, what you got? Uh, Socratic method on Twitter. Instead of a pundit box, it's a swim-up pool bar, tiki style. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bamboo. Um, we have Big Sam and Sunes in Hawaiian style at Trunks with the post game. Uh, gloriously shirtless uh, and three to four my ties deep. <laughs> you just know, you know, Peter Reed had float up at yeah. some point and go. Just, yeah, with his red wine. Just loving it. <laughs> Lovely old job. I mean, Jules, you'd have, you'd have done pitch side reporting. Mm. How practical do you feel that is? Um, not very, but it would probably make it a lot more exciting. Yeah. And yeah. a lot more interesting to have them boozed up, I Definitely. reckon. Soonest going off on one about yeah. certain footballers. I think there'd be and a, another thing. There'd be a lot of cancellations <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> do, you reckon, yeah, do you know yeah. what? It would actually work quite well at the moment because of the COVID restrictions. Mm. We do the interviews 
pitch side Lock, with the players and the managers. <laughs> whereas before, obviously, it's in the tunnel. So it's a bit. Whereas mm. right now, I think a, a little bar pitch side mm. with a little swim up. Nice. That'd be banging. I'd have that. I'd take that. Be into it. Yeah, and also, it's, it's bloody hot out in <laughs> Germany and in Lisbon at the moment for, for these knockout ties mm. so I think that would be perfect I do feel though if you've got like Sunis and, and Allardyce boozing throughout the game just sat in the little pool in their trunks if you have a player fall in if they've had a, if they've had enough to drink they're immediately going to think this is a bar fight go into bar fight mode. stop beating them throw them out it's dangerous if you like pina coladas and looking at Big Sam's face and the, the weird thing is, I don't know if I want to picture Big Sam and Sunas without their tops on. Oh, Sunas will still be a fine you figure of yours. A ripped, yeah. m- great bit of body hair. Yeah, definitely. I would really told you I don't like body hair. Say again. You've got, yeah, you've you have, yes, famously, famously not a fan <laughs> of a rug. <laughs> uh, Jim, what else has people been saying? So Craig Banks on Twitter has said, a randomised 10-minute period where a goal scored counts as two goals. Imagine the anticipation for the 10 minutes of mayhem. I quite like that. Oh. I do remember when, before MLS uh, was founded, I remember reading an article in, I think, 442, about um, ideas that were considered in the past to, right. make, to make football closer to American sport. Guns. Um, which obviously was, was a very short-lived <laughs> idea. I think guns were rejected quite early. Um, but one of them was scoring zones, where like if you scored from outside the box, it counted. Oh, it as counted. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I do, I do quite like this. I would like to see an alternative universe version of football where this sort of thing happened and, and goals counting for doubling in a 10 minute period is very much up that street. Mm. That kind of works, actually. That'd be nice. Scoring from certain areas of the pitch, mm. having yeah. little zones. I like Rabon, that. The Rabona bonus. Yeah. You do yeah. like something awesome. But I, yeah, I mean, Craig's idea is slightly different from that, isn't it? So the, the thing with that is, it's like you know, if you, you're not really moving the goalposts, are you? Because if if a team scores in that ten minutes and they've got two goals, then if you score, you've also got two goals. Mm. So it's like the jeopardy doesn't really move <laughs> until sort of the clock runs down, I suppose, yeah. and then you've just got a mountain to climb. So yeah. you could literally move the goalposts as well. <laughs> that's another yeah, idea. that's a good one. That'd be a good idea. Oh yeah, they just like motorize and they, they just like, go back and run forth about. like pong. <laughs> what about net taking goals away for like things that you shouldn't do in a game, like giving away a penalty or spitting? You or, or spitting? Mm. Yeah, taking away like, but not a full goal, a half a goal. <laughs> <laughs> you can win by half. You can a goal. win by half. <laughs> a percentage point. I'm having it. That would get ridiculous, wouldn't it? Um, Sean Siegel on Instagram has been in touch and says, "What about dunk tanks? Every time a goal is scored." The opposition manager is dunked into a water tank. This is quite similar to Socratic Methods thing with a swim up mm, yeah. bar in a way. Um, the opposition manager is dunked in a water tank like a carnival clown. Give me Antonio Conte dropping into a vat of cold water after conceding in the Europa League. We all need this in our lives. It, w- it wouldn't be cold. That's a problem. It'd be like a boiling pot. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. It's going to get eaten. It's quite appealing, actually, you know, isn't it? Being dunked into a, a, a vat of water. Dunk it says vat. I associate vats with acid when there's a dunking involved <laughs> yes yeah, um, right yeah. but a, like a, a pool of water i'd be quite into it but then you mm. know I, I think that would that would add a layer of jeopardy would it make the games really cagey though you don't want the boss to shout at you because they've been humiliated on tv so you just really <laughs> don't want to concede i yeah. think that they should have them on a platform raised up and have like a solo camera just fixated on their face mm. The anticipation of whether or not they're going to get dunked, and when it goes to a VAR decision, there's just like an extreme close-up on their face yeah. as they wait for that decision to be made, and whether or not they're going to get dunked or not. Yeah, they could be suspended like Boris on the zipline, just kind of just hanging there, all 
old match and <laughs> <laughs> wetting their fit. You talk about it, the, the water getting really hot. Mm. We could make it an ice bath. Ice bath, yeah. yeah. Um, hand sanitizer, that's always good. Um, just anything, really, I suppose. <laughs> what, dunk them in hand sanitizer? Yeah. That would Look. sting the eyeballs. It would sting the everything. Goggles. <laughs> they wear goggles throughout yeah. the game, just in yes. case. Yeah. Well, that works. Yeah. Let's These do things it. would all improve it. Thanks I, for all your suggestions, guys. I watched um, the film Invisible Man quite recently, and uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, spoiler it, but he, a man does go invisible at one point, <laughs> um, and he does it in a quite a technologically advanced way because it's a modern film. Uh, it's very good. I recommend it. Ten out of ten. Uh, but um, yeah, the keeper wears an invisible suit. So you don't know where he is. You just don't know where he is. A little bit of peril. I'm having it. Mm. I was thinking I mean, difficult, technologically difficult, but yeah. I was I was thinking another one would be for night games. In if it goes to extra time, the lights go off on the stadium, but there's an automated spotlight that follows the ball. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like that a lot. Very very fun. With the invisible keeper, Pete, mm. that would be extremely exciting for penalties. It would be. You would never yeah. know. And to be honest, VAR and, and, and the footballing authorities have proved that they don't really care whether the keeper's off the line. Yeah. So he could he could just be standing right in front of the penalty taker. Yeah. That ball didn't even bloody move. <laughs> he pulled it away like Lisa from Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, well, we've loved having all your suggestions this week. Mm. Um, we're going to have a new topic tomorrow. So send your suggestions once we release the new topic to show at footballrambledaily.com. Or, of course, you can tweet us using the hashtag Ramble topics. We'll have Ooh. a new topic for you tomorrow. Um, all right, some news that came out today. Meza Ozil has spoken out, boys. He's spoken out for the first time since all of the Arsenal pay cuts back in April. Um, he did an exclusive interview with David Ornstein in The Athletic today. There's a few things come out of this interview. Uh, let's start with the fact that he says he is staying at Arsenal until the end of his contract next summer. There's been so much speculation about What's going on with him? Mm. Will he stay? Will he leave? He hasn't played a single minute since the restart of football in all competitions for Arsenal. Um, and this was his statement. He said, I'm here through to the last day of our agreement and I'll give everything I have for this club. Situations like these will never break me. They only make me stronger. I showed in the past that I can come back into the team and I will show it again. I decide when I go, not other people Ooh, <laughs> spicy, spicy isn't it it's isn't very it? very like spicy it. and it's uh, it's very frustrating because I think <laughs> you know you, you, the, the thing that needs to be taken into account with this is that Meza Ozil didn't give himself that contract did he if someone offered me 350 grand a week I'd be like yes please um, <laughs> well look, look at what Juventus are trying to do with Ronaldo <laughs> yeah. they don't want him they don't. Yeah, well, this is... the project hasn't worked necessarily they haven't got to the Champions League final they haven't won it so they need to offload so the, these decisions ha have been made at a boardroom level so yeah. there has to be some kind of um, somebody has to take the fall for it well this is it and I think you know he can wang on about how much he loves Arsenal and how much he's ready to play as much as he wants, but the people assessing his form and fitness regularly have rep different people as well have repeatedly concluded that he's not up to the standard. And right. maybe there is some sort of politics behind that, and perhaps there's even some sort of performance related bonuses he gets that they're trying to keep down, given how big his contract is anyway. Mm. Um, but I mean, if he if he really really means the things he's saying, he's got to put his ridiculous money where where his mouth is and get up to the standard that Arteta wants from him. It's, it's all well and good him saying, you know, I'll do anything, I'm ready to fight, blah, 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 blah. Well, if you fall short of that standard, mate, it doesn't matter. Clearly your best isn't good enough, is it? Mm. And that seems to be the case at the moment. And at this point, he his wage is harming the club's attempts to rebuild, which is a really important time that, you know, Arsenal have 
have said themselves they're a, they're a club in the Europa League in a lot of cases playing paying Champions League money and in a weird way you sort of have to do that as a little bit of a gamble to have the players you need to try and get back into the Champions League Arsenal were pro- probably are short of that at the moment getting him off the wage bill will really really help and it's frustrating at the moment you feel like you want to say we'll sod him put him in the reserves or, or just like ostracize him for a year if 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 he's going to be you know aggressive like that but the reality is you know they've got to be adults about it they've got potentially got a useful player there they've got to find a way to to at least get some value on the pitch out of him and it's just a it's just the same thing that's been going on for years and it's a really frustrating um kind of continuation of this saga do you, do you think that with, with um, obviously the, um, the 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 wage cut that everybody took, and obviously he he didn't partake in that, and yeah. and, and that was seen as being a bit of a, a PR own goal for him? Um, I think I think there's a massive uh, lack of trust between him and him and the club, and I think it kind of probably stems from not only stuff on the pitch, but his defence of the um, his defence of the Uyghur Muslims in uh, in, in yeah. China a little while ago, and obviously I, I, Arsenal kind of massively um, hung, threw him under the bus, threw him under the bus, hung him out to dry, all that stuff, really poorly treated in that, and and I think. Um, he makes some very good points about you know the the Black Lives Matter movement and and the George Floyd humanitarian cause. Mm. Um, why are why are Chinese Muslims why are Uyghur Muslims different uh, in that particular situation? Why are Arsenal not 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 doing doing that for for for, hi, for him and his people? Well, and and and, and his, his appeal wasn't just to Arsenal; it was to the the Arab states and the Muslim countries who haven't um, spoken out because China has such a, a financial um, sway in the world in, in twenty twenty. Um, but I think fundamentally, it's just a massive lack of respect on 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 both sides now from the club and and from him. But I think I think. He was proved to be right on the whole wage cut thing because yeah. they they didn't retain um, many of the their staff, staff. Yeah, that's what it was sold to Arsenal as mm. to, to the Arsenal players as if they took the wage cut, it meant that the non-playing staff would be able to stay on. And then Arsenal cut fifty-five members of staff, and it's it's very very frustrating thing <clears> that that still happened. So, I mean, yeah, you could argue that he was sort of proved right on it, but um, and he also makes the point as well that and, and this is true of a lot of footballers, and people forget this, even if they're on crazy crazy money. They do provide for their entire families and they provide nice lives for their entire families. And that is a luxury and it is a privilege. And I, I do think that has to be taken into account when, when, when things like wage cuts are, well, are, are, are put forward. But at the same time, he was, it would seem, the only one who didn't do it and he earns the most well, money. So you've actually, got to wonder. listen to what he says in, in this interview. He said um, regarding the pay cuts that he rejected, he felt that they were rushed and they were done without proper consultation. He says um, that he didn't feel the details were there on where the money would go, exactly where that money would go. He mm. said he was concerned about looking after his family here and in Germany and Turkey as well as other charitable work that he does. And this is, I think, the really interesting quote. He said, as far as I'm aware, I was not the only player who rejected the cut mm. in the end. Mm. And there hasn't been a lot about that because as far as most of us are aware, I, I think it was it was only Ozil that publicly said he, he didn't take that, yeah. that wage the, cut. The owner of Arsenal is worth $10 billion. Uh, it's eight, it's, eight billion. Well, um, but yeah. Just he to, told me 10. Yeah. <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah, standing next to Paul Dumb at the big liar. Yeah, it ends in billion. So I'm, I'm very much splitting hairs there. But yeah, it's, I wonder if that means that he was the only one, uh, he was the only, wasn't initially the only one who, who spoke about it or who knows. There's so much... Um, Kind of cloak and dagger, if, smoke to, and mirror stuff between Arsenal and Urzu in the way they to speak be honest, about each other. If, if, you're, if you're politically minded, obviously he's got some 
pretty dreadful friends. His, his best man at his wedding yeah. was, was is pretty problematic. He's but also he, good friends with Squadron Mustafi. But he, <laughs> but he is, <laughs> uh, he is obviously incredibly, you know, coming from the places he came from and, and his, his his ethnicity. Um, he's obviously incredibly politically um, activated, mm. and and he and he does do some some great work for his charities. And so I I I can sort of I will happily sort of stand by a play like that and sort of go look. He if he feels like his club. Her just rushing this through as like a PR move, and then doing what they actually did in the end. I think, I think I, I would, I would back him. But he is sort of see, he's seen as being this kind of political football. Who, all right, he's not producing off the field, or he's, or, or, but, but, but then is that not he's a political assisting. story as well? He's still, he's still there. He's I think something that should be commended is, as you say, Pete, the fact that he isn't a sheep. He's not just going to yeah. go along and do. Things just he's not a hashtag. He, he's not. He's not. A, he's not all this. He's not. All, he, he thinks about it. Yeah, he's a thoughtful. He's, he's not a afraid to stand up yeah. for, for what's right. Mm. He, he, that might be the case. But in terms and hang of, out with nightmare men. He, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of grey areas there. But it's um, from an outsider's point of view, because to me it looks like he should just leave. You know, he, surely he should just leave and go and play football somewhere because it's very, very well, clear. He's famous gonna... for making space, make some space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just, I just don't think from the from what the club are saying and from the way that Arsenal are playing these days that as was going to play much in this last season of his uh, of his arsenal career and you think well but, surely from his point of view doesn't he want to go and play somewhere where's his next mm. well where's his next move who's going to be paying those nobody's going to be paying that amount of money the weird yeah. thing he is, wouldn't get that in places like 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 Turkey surely he'd or, get a, or, i mean or china or there was talk that arsenal have offered to actually give him a just pay him to go it wouldn't be the, the full amount of the contract but you could probably well, get I'd a signing no. on fee somewhere else <laughs> you know what Na- i mean naturally like, in this last stage of the season arteta was asked about this at pretty much any opportunity that mm. a reporter interviewed him and his response was always that Urza was left out of the squad purely for footballing reasons yeah. now if your manager is saying that that means you you can't be in his plans tactically yeah. or mm. maybe from a quality perspective whatever it might be if he said if Arteta if what Arteta is saying is true and it is purely for footballing reasons as you say Jim why would why would he want to stay yeah well, I know that he loves life in London, and that is something you, you've got. Re- Don't we got all? Rem- exactly, absolutely. <laughs> um, and we got to remember that footballers are human beings as well in that sort of situation. And if you you're in a situation where you could simply stay where you are and fight for your place, maybe you would want to do that. But I suppose this is it, isn't it? If if we can take what Urza was saying about wanting to give it all for the team and so on at face value, um, then why maybe you would back yourself. Maybe you would think, I love it here. You know what? I'm going to knuckle down, turn up to training most of the time uh, or whatever uh, and, and fight my way back in. But from the outside, it just looks like it just looks like more of the same. And the past few years have been very, very frustrating between Arsenal and Ozil because it just hangs over it. And that's not even necessarily his fault. It's just the, the bizarre situation. What's best case scenario for you as an Arsenal fan now with Ozil? I would like him to go purely because the money that Arsenal are spending on him in that last season... Is it's, it's a hell of a lot of money that could just be directed elsewhere with with more value to the team. I think, and he's he's you know he's had some magical moments for Arsenal. He's a really important player in terms of Arsenal, you know, ending their trophy drought. But I just think that you know it's it's come to an end. You've given him a contract for a certain amount of money. If you've got buyer's regret, that's up to you. Yeah, in, in my well, opinion. quite. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's staying. So <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. tough yeah. titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, top three people on the internet for me. In that top three, Eric Cantona has got to be one of them. Yeah, okay. His Instagram page is beyond hilarious. And (laughs) Mm. he has just recently started a competition Mm. where you can win to go and sit and watch the Champions League final with one of the greatest footballers 
ever and one of the most entertaining people, I think, mm. um, at his chateau in France. Yeah, he's got. Would you fancy that? He sort of filmed a little kind of a little kind of a documentary about him, yeah. him setting yeah. up a, an entire chateau. Um, and uh, you forget he's actually he's actually all right at acting because he's been doing yes. it for a long yeah. time. You'd, 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 it'd be weird if he was terrible at it still. But uh, yeah, he's quite good at sort of you know doing a bit of slapstick. Doing a bit of like... Absolutely hilarious. Um, number one, <laughs> do you think that's his real house? No, nope. I hope so, <laughs> but I doubt it. I did, my favorite bit of the video, if, if you guys have not seen it, is um, you guys at home. That is, uh, is when he's like stomping on the grapes in yeah, his bathtub bath, to get yeah. the wine ready for you. Like, oh, cheers, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I bet there would be whoever wins this will be. There will be a lot of wine drunk. There's, yeah. there's got to be a roaring trade uh, in uh, like a really gifted footballer pressing uh, like a like a few bottles of like yes. grapes. Like you know, if you had Messi's feet. They've done some amazing... I'm surprised Pele hasn't thought of it, to be quite frank. Yeah. But Messi's Ooh. feet stomping on some grapes to make some delicious wine. I'm not sure. Would you not drink it? No, I don't want anyone's foot anywhere it... near my mouth. Yeah, I've got terrible news Clever. about how wine is made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, no. No? I don't want to think... But footballers' feet are rank. Yeah. I mean, not fresh, from, not fresh from the... Uh, from do, the they not, do they not look after their toenails? Not the footballers' I mean, feet I've seen. Yeah, they no, do yeah, wear a lot of sliders, notoriously, don't they? So, like, they're ravaged, hideous. Aren't they? I, I remember I interviewed Gareth Bale after after a match, probably two seasons ago in the Champions League, and he came over in his um, sliders without any socks on. Mm. Those toes. Is that why it. they wear what, white they all, socks? No they're toenails. Just, like... just, oh, they're just rank. They're like all like they're a bit bent up. <laughs> bent up. <laughs> Bale's bent up. <laughs> feet <laughs> maybe that's how he hits the ball so well yeah aerodynamics it, i've it. seen my dad's uh arthritis ravaged feet and uh, he could he could put it right around the wall into the top <laughs> right hand corner i reckon Who do you think, what wine do you think would be better same grapes but one's been pressed by your dad yeah the other by gareth bale yeah, my my dad my dad's feet are so he's got bunions and I, they're just kind of oh, spread please. out they're big plates uh, big right. plates of meat. Oh, uh, he could do entire um, uh, fields <laughs> at a time, <laughs> stomping on them. His disgusting feet. Um, I also love in the Eric Cantona video um, when he's going around the house and he's pruning it, making sure it's all perfect. <laughs> there's those towel animals at mm, the end of yeah. the bed that you get in a posh hotel when you're on holiday. Nice. I love those. Yeah. I like them. It's a talent, that. Isn't there a little bit of sadness when you need to use a towel, though, and the animal disappears forever? I know. And then you try, I've always tried to then remake the animal. It's It's a snake now. Absolutely impossible. There's absolutely no way of doing that. It's a makeup covered snake. There you go. Yeah. I mean, do you have to, do they, if you work for a fancy hotel, do they teach you how to do that? Or do you have to come with the ability? Is that part of the. Oh, I don't know. You've got to make an animal out of a towel. Yeah. Well, do you think uh, there's some like um, hoteliers who were just keeping um, hotel staff um, benched because their 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 swan work isn't up to (laughs) up to standard like Urzel? Yeah. You got a year left of your contract. I can't fire you, (laughs) but you're you're out of the team. I wonder. I wonder how close it is to making um, balloon animals to doing towel animals. Yeah. There's a similar skill set. Origami. Origami crayons, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Got a crossover. Mm. Let us know if you if you've lived if you've these ever these you have this experiences. If you yeah. have this skill, then do let us know. Imagine what it would be like though watching the Champions League final with Eric Cantona. Uh, I I don't think he'd bother watching it. <laughs> <don't> think, <laughs> he doesn't strike me as being a football fan. If his what Instagram is so good. Yeah. How disappointed would it be if he's just on his phone the whole time, <laughs> just not paying oh, any yeah. attention? I'm playing Peggle. I'm playing Tetris. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sure it's funny because I don't know 
I don't really have an idea of what Eric Cantona the man would be like because mm. Eric Cantona the character is so prevalent in when you see him presented. So yeah. I'd be I'd I'd be very intrigued and a little bit nervous, I think, to, to meet him and watch a game with him like that. That you'd be mm. disappointed, do you think? I don't know. I'll get a picture with him straight on Tinder. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Here's my hairy guy. That'll dad. do it. Yeah. Here's my hairy <laughs> Who could it be? That'll could get all the birds, Pete. That'll get them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, Champions League knockout football returns mm. tonight. Yes. RB Leipzig taking on Atletico Madrid. Who do you fancy for this one? I think it's got to be Atletico. <laughs> they're, 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 like, they're like uh, Atleti are like the thinking man's, uh, thinking woman's um, uh, winner, I think, this year. But um, Leipzig just haven't played any football. But also, as well, <laughs> am I alone in thinking that, you know, Timo Werner being allowed to leave them while they were still in competition is, yeah. is kind of weird. out of order. I yeah. think that's out of order, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously you're going to a new club and you're not going to be in any fit state to start the season, which will be happening tomorrow, it feels like. Um, but yeah, it is. it does suck. I mean, he's had a great career. Really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like they're, you know, a one-man team. Mm. But, you know, he was by far their top scorer and it's, it's a huge, huge loss for them. It just, just feels sorry for them, really, because... You know, Madrid love soaking up the pressure. And if you can't put as much on, mm. they're just going to have the best time. Yeah. Also, similarly to what you were saying about PSG earlier, Jim, Leipzig haven't played competitively since the 27th of June. Wow. So they've had a long wait mm. for, for this tie to be played. That could come into it as well. Will they risk killing Mbappe? Also, Diego Simeone, remember after they beat Liverpool um, earlier on in the competition, which feels like forever, it feels like that was last season, but it actually was this season. Uh, he said, well, we beat last year's winners, so technically we've won it. Yeah, and that, I love It doesn't that. quite work like that. Yeah. Also, yeah. actually, it's worth pointing out that Leipzig are another money club, aren't they? So mm. we should probably go for the little underdogs of Atletico Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to be consistent. Contortions. <laughs> Modern life. Slightly different. Slightly different <laughs> yeah. situation. All right, well, there we go. That is all from us today. On tomorrow's show, I'm back again. Marcus has been on holiday, so you've got Holy all the girls hosti hosting this week. So mm. uh, I'm back tomorrow, and I'm going to be here with Andy Brassel and Luke Moore, which means it is going to be my debut on Luke's game. Oh. Big news. And I have to face Andy Brassel, for fuck's sake. I mean, it's come not, on. It's not, a great third, it's not a great third round tie, this is, is it? ridiculous. I mean, yeah, there's no it's... point. I might as well not turn up. You're yeah, Hednes, Hednesford versus Liverpool. Can we just between us decide that it's all right for me to cheat? I, I just so I can yeah, be absolutely. Andy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think of all Someone the people you could have poison him. Show with. Uh, yeah, 100%. Poison Andy Brassel. Give him some dairy. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't do dairy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't do know how you, I don't know how you cheat. Yeah. Is the thing. I don't know how you cheat. Wikipedia. Also, with Luke Moore here, he ain't gonna let me cheat, is no, he? No, he's not. No, he won't. It's Unless exciting. you can somehow find out what Luke's um, planning. Yeah. How about then... I wear an earpiece and you two from home listen in live. And you tell me the answers. I'd Will cock, you know the answers? I'd cock it up. <laughs> yeah. I'd start talking about Paul Dummett. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, all right, if you win tomorrow, people are going to think we've done that. So. Oh, I know, actually, yeah. There's, there'll be absolutely no cheating. No cheating. <laughs> there will be no cheating. No. It's going to be all fair game, and I will probably lose quite healthily. Uh, mm. So make sure you join us for another Football Ramble tomorrow. We'll see you then. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.